Hi, I'm Neil. I'm Veronica. We fell in love when we were 16. And here we are talking about what life is all about for us. Thank you for joining us. This is a Life Is Podcast with Neil and Veronica. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Life Is with Neil and Veronica. So we all started this journey, or Veronica and I started this journey of our podcast talking about my health, my wealth, and I talked about myself, and so does she. Um, and currently, we're on, I guess, let's say, the second level or the second part of our journey where we're trying to take our health to the next level. And we're doing a uh, lengthy challenge together, uh, which includes some movement throughout the day, um, we know, at a certain time. And, and one of those things that we love to do, considering it's still summer for uh, this time of recording, is go for walks uh, around our neighborhood. We have a lovely area to do that in. And so on our walk uh, yeah, the other day, we were just talking about things and one topic came up that, you know, I brought to Veronica's attention. And when these things come up, I know that it's, you know, something that she would love to talk to in this format of our podcast. And so this topic came up and what I would love to talk about, and, and I think Veronica will have some thoughts on this, is life is sorting our thoughts and feelings. So let me set the um, example that I gave her and we can get into this. So in my learnings, I came across, um, you know, somebody who's in the scientific field of things. So I will keep this as basic as possible. I enjoy science, but I am by no means a scientist or uh, will speak on the science of things. But what they laid out was your feelings can never out grow or not outgrow so your feelings can never be greater than your thoughts okay so your feelings can never be greater than your thoughts so where they went with this is your feelings are what is a representation of you know what's going on in your body so they separated it into that section and your thoughts are what's a representation of what's going on in your brain so when you start to think about that okay so if your feelings, what's going on in your body, can never outgo your thoughts in your brain, how do you then break the cycle of when you're feeling off, you know, your body's not feeling the greatest? It could be a, a number of things that you're feeling. You could be feeling sad. You could be feeling angry. It could be any number of things that maybe are a prolonged time or you're just maybe stuck in that feeling for whatever reason. So how would you break that? You have to then start to think about changing your actual thoughts to then have those feelings elevated. There are some times where maybe other people think that like, okay, when I start to feel better, then, you know, then, you know, I will start to come around or things will change, right? I have to feel better to get better. When in actuality, you know, what the science has shown is that when you start to think better and you start to think, you know, of gratitude, of, you know, things that are, you know, going the way you want it to, or even just the way you want it to be, whether it's manifestation, meditation, there's a whole number of ways that you can, you know, still think in a way that will then have your feelings come afterwards to match it. And that's not to say that you should dismiss those feelings, that you should push them away in any sense. That's never 
what anybody would want you to do. But it's when you start to, I guess, put on yourself that you need to feel better to think better first. It's actually the opposite. You should start to think a certain way and your feelings will come with them. And as Veronica has mentioned in previous episodes, I'm a big proponent of gratitude. And in a sense of, I've always told Veronica, never stop doing it and never think that you're doing too much of it because there's no such thing as overdoing your gratitude, whether it's to people, whether it's to friendships, whatever it is, your community, you can always be showing your gratitude because that just puts your thoughts in the right sense of uh, a framework. So that's what I, how we discuss, Veronica, and you know, it really just goes to, again, that whole sense of like, when you're in the right mindset, like everything about your body health wise will come with it as well. So I'd love to sort of hear like your initial thoughts when we talked about that just the other day. That was a huge game changer though, is because I never really separated that out. I think I had an aha moment when you talked about it and I was like, oh my gosh, you're totally right. I never thought about it in that sense of when we start to reframe things or, you know, when we start to speak more kindly to ourselves, when we start to change our thoughts, I feel like our whole posture can change. I feel like things in our body can actually change where, you know, you were mentioning like that's where sometimes we hold the feelings in a sense. And I'm very much that person. So, you know, like when I think that I look like garbage, let's say, I'm just going to put that out there. Okay. Nobody should ever feel that way, but let's be realistic. Okay. There are some days where I'm like, uh, I really don't feel great about myself. And then I go down this path of like, just all these negative thoughts about myself. Again, things that I would never say to anybody else, things that I probably wouldn't even say out loud. Um, but just this, and I don't want to say it's hardwired, but, um, definitely, you know, this habit of talking to myself in this way, which we have discussed getting over this, changing this, what this is like. And so I do notice that when sometimes you can even just change one word, right? Like sometimes we think, oh, you know, just to not air quotes, set ourselves up for failure. We're going to insert a word of like, think, or maybe, or like, I don't know, whatever some of those words are, right? So instead of saying like, I think I can do something, why can't we just change that thought, change that narrative, change that sentence, remove the think and just say, I can. And, you know, when you just mentioned that, it made me come across what we've talked about over the last, I don't know, maybe four or five years as parents. And it's the ultimate power of the word yet. And 
how that can change how you feel about a situation, right? And how powerful it is for children to think like that and to carry that on uh, as adults into their life. And again, it's the power of one word or one thought changing how you feel about something, right? So saying, I can't do that makes you feel defeated, makes you feel less than, makes you feel all those things that you don't or shouldn't feel in a situation of learning and growth and development. So again, the power of yet would be, I can't do that yet. And when you think about that and the feelings you get from that one thought, it ultimately changes the whole complexity of what you were doing and where you're going with it. Because you're telling yourself the thought is, I may not be able to do this now, but there will be a day when I can. And it's just one word. And it's, again, sorting out those thoughts and feelings. Because when you think one way, it changes the whole feeling of the situation by one word. Mm -hmm. And how often, let's say you're having one of those days, right? Like, you know, sometimes we just need to give ourselves permission to just, we can all have bad days. That's okay. But we can change the next hour, change the next day, whatever it is. But how often do you, let's say, have a bad moment? You know, you're super grumpy about something. Maybe something happened at work or something happened with a friend. And then all of a sudden you go down this train of like, everything is the worst. You know, we're trying to change that whole language of like always, never, the worst ever. <laughs> but it just, it seems like this like snowball that starts to happen because you know, for me in my mind, like, I'm like, okay, you know, something bad happened. And then it's almost like I just start creating things and it's just like crappy thing after another crappy thing. But then, you know, sometimes if I reframe and, you know, I give myself permission to like feel however it is, I know we're talking about thoughts and feelings, but sometimes, you know, if I give myself a few minutes, however long it lasts, I'm looking at Neil and he's, you know, <laughs> sometimes he gets to see all of this happen in real time. But if I just, you know, feel the feels and then I'm able to reframe, it's a total game changer. And being able to reframe my thoughts, like, you know, we said this before, if you need to write something down on a piece of paper, you don't have to show anybody. But I think it's that like, the repetition almost, the building of new habits, the building of new thoughts almost like, you know, write it down on that mirror. Like we've said in a dry erase or whatever you need, make a wallpaper on your phone. You know, there's so many also like great apps that throw out those awesome like affirmations and quotes and things like that. And then until you can start to reframe, like sometimes even reach out to those people who will help you encourage you to reframe some of that and to even get out. Sometimes you can get stuck, right? Sometimes I get stuck and Neil's a great partner in helping me get unstuck. But yeah, the whole like sorting your thoughts and feelings, 
how your thoughts can impact your feelings. And something that was really actually impactful that I heard is, and we talked about this on another podcast, but this was said in a really catchy way for me is the whole when then, right? Because I think, you know, on our walk, Neil, you were mentioning when I feel better, then I'll change something. Or, you know, when I feel better about myself, then I'll, I have no idea what the then is, but it's that whole thing about like, you know, waiting for yourself to feel better. But then I think you were saying that if you change your thought of where maybe it stems from, then actually you will feel better. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, thinking that like, okay, yes, I'm not feeling good right now, but I also can be, you know, thankful for this or like I'm doing this to help that and really starting to give yourself those thoughts of like, that's not who I am. That's just how I'm feeling right now. And, you know, all those thoughts of like the complete holistic view of yourself, right? Taking a step back. And I think you're the one that's told me this time that sometimes we can get stuck and looking at ourselves like in a box, right? And sometimes we need to take those thoughts and look at ourselves from outside the box and look at everything else to know that even though we're feeling a certain way, you know, that there's other things that we can think about to sort of bring ourselves back to where we should be or where we want to be, let's say, and really get into how we can feel better. And and yeah, the when then is something that can be, you know, pretty, um, you know, pretty much like detrimental to, you know, the whole thoughts and feelings, right? And, and yeah, it's something that once you're aware of, and once you maybe have people that are thinking alike, you know, you've surrounded yourself around like-minded or like-thoughted people that are there to support you then those thoughts that you might you know have normally are supported by people that would show you differently right and if you're around people that are thinking negatively how does that make you feel right you're you're you're, you're sort of feeling that surroundedness of of you know that didn't really feel good to have that conversation for whatever reason right and again, your feelings can't outgrow or, or be better than your thoughts. So if you're within that group of thinking like that, again, maybe it's time to plant yourself elsewhere. I have a few things I want to say about that. I don't know where to start. The first is, I think that lack mindset, we talked about that. That could probably also be a whole separate podcast. But I think it's around, like, I think, you know, even when you're listening to this right now, you can probably pinpoint a few people in your life where conversations are just, there's a lot of space taken up with complaining about things. And I'm not saying that you don't have a right to complain or that, um, you know, it's necessarily a bad thing, but it's where do you spend the majority of your thoughts? in a sense. And for me, you know, sometimes I like, you know, I have to complain about something, 
but I'm very solution focused. I'm always like, okay, now what? Like I need to, I need to know like kind of the next step or the action item, which again, I think we can spend a whole other podcast about this. I feel like you said something like this to me, like earlier today, Neil's nodding his head. Okay. So, but what I wanted to focus on when you were talking is that, you know, we talk about setting big goals for yourself and dreaming out loud and like, why not? Right. Just go for it. But at the same time, when we are thinking of change and, you know, setting goals in terms of like making a change within ourselves, I would say. And I think that's within your buckets, right? Of like your health and your wealth and all that stuff. But I feel like I don't want to say it's not realistic, but I want to say we need to give ourselves some grace. Like there's something that we, like we need to give ourselves some grace with that because when we want to see change, we want it to happen very quickly, almost immediately. Neil's nodding because I have totally been there. I was there probably yesterday, (laughs) right? And I'm like, oh my goodness. So whatever that changes, but think about how long either those habits have been forming for or how long you have been in something for. And so that's a dishwasher in case you're wondering. Life happens. So just so you know, the dishwasher is now done. <laughs> in case anyone's wondering late at night. Um, and then squirrel. So there's life again, but that's okay. <laughs> But I think that's it too, is we're so quick to give up on ourselves and like get into that like perpetual kind of negative mindset. And this is not to be confused with like toxic positivity because the way that I am, you know, the way that my mindset is, the energy that I want to surround myself with, I will so quickly like run in the other direction of toxic positivity now (laughs) because there's a difference of, you know, having gratitude, changing your thoughts and toxic positivity, which like, no, I'm like shaking my finger. Like, no, (laughs) we were there once. Um, not like once as in one time, but it, there was a big time in our lives where that was kind of surrounding us. Not great. So I think there's that too, is just when you're setting goals for yourself, is being able to celebrate. Like sometimes we focus on that big goal. We haven't reached that in like an hour. I'm being super dramatic about it. And we're like, oh, we failed. But did you try? Did you take a step? Did you try to move yourself forward? Did you dip your toe in the water? Did you change one little tiny habit? Then celebrate that. And then build those building blocks of, you know, moving yourself forward. So yes, focus on like those big, amazing goals that you might have, but don't forget to celebrate along the way and build on those amazing thoughts that you can start to build for yourself. Yeah. I think, you know, you said a couple of interesting things there and, you know, one of them is, you know, we are living and we have, you know, have grown into us at our age, have grown into and have seen the, you know, right now we're in an age of instant gratification. 
right? You want food, you can order on your phone. You want groceries, you can order on your phone. If you want this, it's on your phone. You want that, it's, you know, I'll have it here within 10 minutes. Amazon, same day delivery. So those thoughts can't be correlated with growth and development. Those thoughts can't be correlated with health and wellness. They're two separate things, right? So again, that feeling of instant gratification, we need to change our thoughts about what that means when it comes to other aspects of our lives. Because yes, there are a lot of things that are instant within an hour, whatever it is, right? That's technology. That's all that goes along with it. But when it comes to our body, when it comes to our mind, when it comes to our health, those same rules don't apply. They're two separate feelings or two separate thoughts. So we need to be, you know, super aware that we can't have those same expectations, right? And I think that talking about it, being aware of it, having somebody like to support you and to let you know, hey, no, you are doing a good job. No, you have made progress. Think back to a year ago. Think back to five years ago. Whatever it is, right? Have those support systems there so that you can change your thoughts and then your feelings can come with it, right? And I think, you know, when it comes to when you mentioned toxic positivity, I think if you could give us like a couple of examples, Veronica, of what you would feel as though is toxic positivity that she just said, you know, no, thank you to, um, so that, you know, people can sort of maybe be more aware of that. Maybe they don't even realize. So what would be something that you would say is people for, to listen out to for toxic positivity? Oof. Okay. So I was, <laughs> I was muted for a second, so you couldn't hear me, but I went, <laughs> um, one thing that comes to mind is at least, oh, I feel like that phrase now is such a big trigger for me. Even the at least, why are we comparing? Number one, at least is a comparison. Okay. So you're either comparing to someone else. You're comparing to another situation. And why are we doing that? Comparing doesn't pull you out of where you're at. Like, yes, maybe you're trying to support. And, you know, a lot of times it does come with love, I want to say. A lot of people don't know sometimes how to support in awkward situations, right? Like when everything's happy and like rainbows and unicorns, it's like, yay, of course we can celebrate. And then when something is not so great or when your friend, your partner, somebody is having a tough moment, what do you want to do? You love them so much you want to fix it. Fixing it is not saying to them, guess what? There's something crappier, so you should be happy. No. Something that is supportive, and here's the thing though, is ask permission before you give a solution. Because that was something that was also, I think, a game changer for us in parenting, a game changer for us in friendships, and a game changer for us in our marriage and our relationship. And that's something that you are wonderful at, Neil, is because, you know, you sit, first of all, you give me space. So I'll say something and you don't dive in right away. You give me space to talk. And then usually you say, 
can I make a suggestion? Or, you know, is there something that I can do to help? Or, you know, do you want some advice or you just want me to listen? Because a lot of times we're just looking for someone that will listen to us. Let us like get out our thoughts, (laughs) sometimes our feelings, sort them out. But the at least is like the worst, I feel like. Is that number number one on your list? Number one is at least? Number one is at least. I don't know if you have other examples, but that is one. I don't know. Is that even toxic positive? I think that's toxic positivity. For me, that feels like toxic positivity. Is like... Yeah, and I think, yeah. You know, like there will be a situation and they're like... um. I don't know, you have a beautiful home or something. And like, yes, thank you. Uh, It doesn't really make me feel better in the moment. (laughs) Like, And that makes me feel worse, actually. It makes me feel worse because then I'm like, oh, you know what? You're right. I'm totally ungrateful. But it's like, no, it's not that at all. There's just something that I'm going through. Yeah, exactly. And I think like it's, again, the toxic part is trying to get people to you know, get away from how they're feeling and sorting out their thoughts to think about something else that is positive, right? Um, and one term that I thought about that, you know, gets thrown around in a joking manner is like, oh, it's first world problems, right? Like, I understand, like, you know, we can't really control where we live. We can't really control what, like, life we're born into and whatnot, right? And yes, there are other things going on within like this entire country city anything right like there is pockets of things that are different for different people but again like when somebody's going through a certain situation it doesn't matter like in the moment their wealth status their home status their family dynamic it really breaks down to how they're feeling in that moment and how can they get their thoughts back on track to sort out those feelings and to get them to, again, like you were mentioning, be solution focused to maybe a problem that was going on with it or something they need to then work on or whatever it is. Right. And I think the whole message is that, when you're feeling a certain way or somebody else is feeling a certain way, once you're able to sort out those feelings and change your thoughts, your feelings will gradually, some faster than others, move along with it. But you can't force somebody to change their thoughts to a positive alternative before they've sorted out those feelings, right? And and you can't do that to yourself either, right? You have to be able to, you know, find ways that work for you to know that when you think a certain way, you'll start to feel better and not, well, I will feel better and then my thoughts will come along with it. So I think that's a lot of great things. Well, I think sometimes our feelings creep into our thoughts. And then I think, you know, the biggest thing for me is I need to learn to pause and I need to learn to ask myself, is this even a true story? <laughs> like how many fictional stories do you have in your mind about yourself versus like what's actually reality and how sometimes our perception can be just like way off 
or we're just very unkind to ourselves. So now, you know, I saw a quote and it was like, your thoughts are, don't believe everything you think about yourself or something like that. I don't know. I can't remember. I try and quote the quotes. I can't quote the quotes, but, um, that was a, that was a big one for me. And so now I think like, okay, pause. Is this a true story that I'm telling myself or that I'm thinking? Um, and you know, sorting that out. Yeah, I totally agree. I've heard that over the last little while too, right? Like we can, our mind will lie to ourselves about how we're feeling or how we truly are. Right. So I think that's great. Um, quote that you gave in in that manner because it's it's 100 true we need to pause and ask ourselves is what i'm feeling or is what i'm thinking 100 true about myself and hopefully we can sort that out so thank you everybody for allowing us to sort out our thoughts and feelings in this episode i really truly appreciate the space and i really hope that if you're listening to this, it comes to you at the right time, but wherever you're at and you grab something from this and you can, you know, sort out your own thoughts and feelings. Um, and we really, truly appreciate all the space that we have to give these, you know, stories and um, interpretations of our life to you. So thank you as always. And please remember, life is better with all of you. And we look forward to talking to you next time.